Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Robin Crane, and this is the Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way podcast. Listen, I was a financial advisor for over a decade, and I got so sick of the old archaic strategies that your grandpa used to get clients. What the industry teaches today is still so outdated and just doesn't work anymore. So I had to find a better way for myself and then I got obsessed with sharing these how-tos with other women like me. The stuff I teach doesn't require giving up your life, your sanity, or your family time. I want women like you to have it easier than I had it so you can thrive in the industry. I've now helped thousands of women grow their financial businesses to multiple six figures, some even seven figures per year. So on this podcast, you're going to get an inside look at how they did it so you can do it too. Let's dive into the show. It is Women's History Month, and I want to talk to you about standing up for what you believe because women in history have stood up for what they believe, and that's why we have rights. And we probably need even more rights and, and, and we need more equality. I'll tell you that. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping women in the financial and insurance industry, because there's not equity. It's a male dominated industry. And if we don't stand up for what we believe, if we don't fight to have a voice in this industry, then we're not going to get to that 50%, which I really, really want to get to. And so I need you women, women listening here to be willing to step outside your comfort zone and ask for what you want and do what you're aligned with and make sure that you're aligned with what you do so that you get more of what you want. I mean, there, there's so many circumstances in history where we look back and you can't even believe, I mean, a hundred years, it took women a hundred years to have the right to vote. I mean, that's crazy. And it, and it seemed like just something that could never happen. And here we are. And here we are. So I want to remind you that there's a lot of things that come up when people think about, you know, having a voice. And, and sometimes it's a big thing. It's like, you know, the right to vote. That's a that's a huge thing. Slavery, like and slavery, that's a huge thing. Um, genocide, oh, huge thing. Like, so I mean, it seems seems something that we we how could we ever possibly do that? Right. It seems almost unachievable. But what we need is we need you, you women, to have a voice and stand up for what you believe. And it's actually the little things that create the big things. Okay. Now, what I mean by that is what I, I get a lot of pushback when I tell people, uh, I shouldn't say people, when I, when I teach the strategies in my community around um, one specific strategy I'll talk about in a second, but around attracting quality prospects. And I always tell them that you, you need to really be willing to step outside your comfort zone. You need to be willing to get clear of who is this person and, and aim high. Like, who is the person that you want to attract? Like, try to attract the, the most qualified person, not just like the easiest person, the one that's closest to you or the one that you think is like going to value you because they don't have any money. Okay. But you want to attract this, the high level people, right? And in order to do that, even though I'm, like this is not a huge thing like voting, like you have to have a voice. 
And the industry has kind of shut you up, has taught you to just be like everybody else, do what the men do, um, just kind of go with the flow and go networking. And I say this all the time, make your list of 100 and just wait for referrals. And maybe you pay for leads and you just dial for dollars, pound the pavement, just get out there. Okay. But what you're not necessarily doing, and I know compliance is the issue, but what you're not necessarily doing is really owning your voice, like really having a voice and standing up for what you believe because there are these rules and you think you need to abide by those rules. Okay. Now I don't know you and you could say, Robin, I always stand up for what I believe, but part of that is, is, is an action. And part of that is, is like you actually doing something and saying something so that you can, you have your opinion and you're willing to have other people judge you and say that you're wrong and you do it anyway. And that's the hard part because I truly believe that the the biggest, biggest fear that women have is a fear of judgment. Women, especially men, not really like they have bigger fears, but like not necessarily judgment women. It's, we don't want people to not to like us. We, we want to be liked. We want people to accept us and we want to belong. And everybody has that we're all human beings, but especially with women, there is this fear around being judged. And what that means is that we're, we're often not, not standing in our authenticity, not saying necessarily what we believe. We're not always just following our own truth because we're curbing that because we don't want, God forbid, anyone to be hurt by it or feel sad by it or, or judge us around it. Okay. And if we think back again to women's rights and to being able to vote and, and to, to have a voice, then they didn't, they didn't go with the flow. They didn't just do what everybody else did. They didn't say, okay, men think we shouldn't have a voice and we shouldn't get to vote. And so I guess we'll just cave. Okay. They stood up for what they believed and we have to do the same. And we have to do it in this industry because right now not having equity in this industry where there's way more men, especially older white dudes. Okay. In the industry and not having, uh, also, um, a lot of color as well. in the industry is also a problem. We don't have equity. Having this is, that's not right for the world. It's not fair. One of the biggest, I mean, probably the number one thing people think about every single day is money. It consumes us. It determines our life. It determines how we feel. It determines what we do. It determines our, our family. It determines our lifestyle. It determines our future. It determines everything, our, our day-to-day. I don't need to tell you that. You know that. But I'm reminding you of that, how important it is. And it consumes, it consumes people. And so for you to understand like how important it is to have women, women of all color, people of all color, and I focus on women, but having women in this industry have equity, that is great for the world. That's what we need because money consumes people. And we need to make sure people are being taken care of. And the way that this industry is going right now, I'm not trying to sound mad and like angry, you know, at, at, at men or what's it called male bashing. Like, I'm not trying to do that, nor do I care to do that. I have nothing against men. It's just, there's, there's not equity. And I don't like that. And I want to go back to just like, well, what can you do about it? Okay. Number one, you could stop accepting what everybody else says and start thinking outside the box. Okay. What I mentioned earlier is that we have a strategy and that strategy is actually something we call a book interview strategy. Okay. You may have heard it if you've been listening to my stuff or if you ever listened to the Michael Kitsis podcast episode, I talked all about it for almost two hours of how to do it. So you can always check that out. He's got a phenomenal podcast. So this book strategy, the idea is that you should write a book. 
And instead of going to everybody and anybody and not caring who it is, but, or trying to get high net worth people and just saying, Hey, can I help you with your money? Hey, can I help you build wealth? Hey, you know, can I sell you some insurance? Not that you say that, but I have had people come to my events and I say, well, what do you tell people? And they say, I'm in investments and insurance. Wow. Whoop de freaking do. I don't know anyone else in that industry. Okay. So it's not very compelling just to say you're in insurance and investments. I'm sure you know that. Okay. But a lot of people are taught that. And so instead of going, if you want an insurance and investments, or, Hey, can I help you with your money, with your wealth? Hey, everybody needs help in this area to actually do research and find out what someone specific, the person you want to attract, whether it's an executive, whether it's a doctor, whether it's an attorney, whether it's um, a farmer, whomever that is to really understand what they want, what they really want that they don't already have, or don't expect to have, aren't necessarily 100% confident that they have. And then to really understand what's holding them back then you can truly serve them. And getting that information, the easiest way to do it is to do it for research for your book. And I tell women this, I've had this challenge called the tag challenge. I've I've told over 5,000 women how to do this and that they should write a book. And the the biggest objection is that, well, I don't know if I'm going to write a book. How am I going to write a book? I don't know if I, and then there's compliance. Like, am I going to be able to, you know, get it through compliance and all this? And I'm like, first of all, like, you deserve, you deserve to, to do what you want. First of all, forget about compliance. We can always make it work. And if it's not going to work at your company, we'll make it work somewhere else. But uh, even the, the toughest places, like, uh, you know, some, I won't mention the companies, but even some of the, the most strict places my clients have gotten their books done there anyway. But one is just like, well, the how to, and can I get it through compliance? And how can I say I'm writing a book when I, you know, one is, one is the compliance side of it. And the second part is the, is the, like psychological side of it, like the, the worthiness side of it, like, do I deserve, like, am I good enough to write a book? And my point in telling you this in relationship to women's history month and having a voice is that you, you, sh- you shouldn't even have to consider this. You should just know, you should just know that you should write a book because you, not only do you need a voice as a woman in this industry, but you need to have a voice as a person being authentic to who you are and to attract the people you want to attract. And I think it's really, really important that, that we, as women, we start to have our own voice because we're phenomenal at this. Like we're nurturers, we're loving. We want, we want to take care of people. We don't want to sell people. And that sometimes is, is a flaw because we're so worried about selling people that we miss these opportunities. And it's not about you missing the opportunities. It's about the people who you could be helping missing the opportunity to work with you, but you're trying so hard to not sell them or not make it seem like you're just wanting to get a client that they don't get to work with you and they don't get their life changed. They don't get the transformation. So I really want you to start thinking about this. Like, how can you have a voice? Like, what is it that you can do? Is it, and it could be, it doesn't have to be a book, but like, it could be putting a a video out there. Oh, my, my company doesn't let me do that. Okay. Well, even the companies that don't let you do videos for marketing, you can be on your personal Facebook page and do a video. And then I get this pushback of, yeah, but then I can't talk about money and finances and this and that. I'm like, who cares? Talk about what's important to you. Talk about values. Talk about your kids. Like talk about something that is actually going to be, it it actually makes sense and and is about money anyway, because it's about choices and that's about money. It's about decisions. It's about money. It's, It's about being a good example for your kids, which is really, again, about money, could be about money in every decision. And so 
You don't need to always talk about, nor should you talk about a Roth versus a traditional IRA in order to actually have a brand and have a voice. In fact, you should not talk about those things that everybody else is, is talking about and instead talk about what's important to you and why you care. And then you'll have people fall in love with you. And then you start to get more of what you want. And ultimately, I want you to have what you want. And collectively, I want us to have, have a place in this industry where we're not shut down by men, where we're not, you know, chastised for having new ideas, where you're not, you know, uh, I don't know, getting in trouble for putting things out on LinkedIn or, or on social media that is just about what you stand for and really nothing to do with, uh, you know, the financial stuff. And that doesn't happen too much, but it does happen because it's like they're trying to take away your voice. Now, again, to be clear, I'm not trying to bash the industry nor bash men. I just want you to understand how important it is. Don't let other people pave your path. Don't decide what you want to do based on all the rules. There are rules be like because someone decided this is how it should be. And rules have changed because someone else and collectively people decided that it shouldn't be. And there are so many things in this industry that are phenomenal, amazing, transformational, extraordinary. And there are so many things that just aren't right, like truly, truly aren't right for the client, for you, in order to make the biggest impact in this world. It's not the intention. There's all these, a lot of these rules and compliances to serve the client ultimately, because people you know, did, did wrong by that. But how do we have a voice? Like you have to start standing up for what you believe. You have to do what you believe is right. And I use this book example because I get so much pushback. People are like, oh, you know, but I can't do that because of compliance. And, you know, then I have to submit things. I used to have a, a webinar that I like that the, the number one thing you have to stop doing in order to grow your business. And I would go through the whole webinar and it's like, here, I'm going to give you the number one thing. And I would say the number one thing stop, you know, that you have to stop doing in order to grow your business is to stop using pre-approved materials. Because pre-approved materials say all the same thing that everybody's heard and it doesn't let you stand out and it doesn't have your voice and your story. And one of the strategies that I teach with my FEMS, my high-level mentorship program, my female empowered money makers, I teach them to do exclusive events where they have a small group of people, the same person, meaning they clone. And so I talk about a lot, like cloning or duplicating that same person, whether it's attorneys or whether it's divorced women or whatever. And maybe there's six women there or 12 people there and the same, you know, kind of similar. So that, cause we know we're targeting that person and we understand what their problems are. We understand what they want. And we can talk to them like a human and not talk about charts and tell them how they start need to start saving at 21. And if they wait till they're 31, they're going to be well, be, way behind and how longevity is an issue and inflation is a problem and taxes and that, 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 boring stuff that everybody else says, but instead to claim your voice tell the truth. And one of my clients recently did this, Donna, she had gone through a divorce and she had a small group. There were 12 women there for divorced women. It was an exclusive event. And she talked about what happened when she went through the divorce and all the problems that, that occurred and all, all the challenges that she had and the frustrations that she went through and the imposter syndrome that she felt and the embarrassment and humiliation of going through the divorce and why she felt like she couldn't be independent because she didn't have access to all the money and all of these personal things. And that's having a voice. And that's where it connects with people. And that's where the transformation occurs. And that's where things start to change. 
where you're not just grabbing pre-approved materials and going through boring stuff, but when you actually say like, this, this is right, this is going to serve the clients at a higher level. Is it a pain in the ass to go through compliance and get that shit approved? Yes. Was it a pain in the ass to have the right to vote? Yes. Was it, in the pain, was it a pain in the ass to have freedom for, from slavery? Yes. Was it a pain in the ass to get the right to have gay marriage? Yes. It's a pain in the ass. And ultimately, people are starting to get what they want and fight for what they believe. It's Women's History Month. You need to fight for what you believe. You need to have a voice. You need to stand out. Don't just let other people or the industry or anyone put you in a box. And instead, claim who you are, share who you are, share your vulnerabilities, share your fears, share also all the challenges that you've overcome and how you got to the other side and and why you did this and what compelled you and what motivated you and the mindset that you're in and all the things behind it, the beauty behind it, the fear behind it, the excitement behind it. All of that is what is going to drive people. And ultimately, What's going to allow you to be more successful in this industry is you being you and being clear on who you really want to talk to and talking to them like a human and really connecting with them, understanding what they want, what they really want and what's holding them back. And whether it's a book interview or just a conversation with a human to really understand that so that you can provide the value instead of just trying to sell them and fact find all these things, then you'll have more success in the industry. And think about this, and this is why I'm so passionate about this mission. When you have more success in the industry, are you more likely or less likely to stay in the industry? More likely. You're not leaving, right? When you're fulfilled, you can have success. I've had people making half a million dollars a year, a million dollars a year. They're very successful, but then they're running around still like a chicken with their head cut off and they're not fulfilled. That's not what I'm talking about. It's not just about the money, but when you make more money, you help more people. As I like to say in my book, make more money, help more people. And the more fulfilled you are, the more successful you are, successful, there, I said it, you're going to stay in the industry. You're going to attract more women in the industry. Those women will be successful because you can show them the path of how you can do this the woman's way, not this man's world way, this industry, same old, same old, old archaic way. And the way that is in, starts to lead with your heart, but with intention And to be able to show these women, maybe young women, maybe other women who almost left the industry, they can be at your company and your firm, they can work with you. And now we can can inspire other women to be more successful, pave the path and help them be more successful. And then the percentages will go up. It'll be 26%, 28%, 35%. It'll go up, up and up and up. And we will be able to hit that 50%. This is not just one of those things where, you know, you or you decide you don't like Rosa Parks and you're not going to go in the back of the bus. That was a big movement. MLK, that was a big, big step, but it didn't happen in one little step. It was all those things bubbling, bubbling under it. They got these people to step up as leaders and pave the path. I need you to be a leader, pave the path to show what, to stand for what you believe and what you believe that is necessary for this world. And if you're aligned with me and my mission, That means that you believe too, that more women should be in this industry. And we all, the world needs more women to be in this industry. And that starts with you being selfish, that you need to actually take care of you and make sure your business is super successful so that you stay in the industry. First of all, then you inspire other women to be in the industry. Then you pave the path for these women to succeed. I need you to help me with this. 
So I hope you do. And if you are not already part of our Facebook group, also called Growing Your Financial Business the Woman's Way, get in that Facebook group because that's where we we have a community. I'm doing Facebook Lives. I'm often recording the podcast there. You get to be the first to hear it. Okay. You get to comment and ask questions. You get to know when our events are coming up, all these things. Get into Growing Your Financial Business the Woman's Way. Make sure you answer the questions so my team lets you in. And then be part of this community and let's collectively change this industry so we have more women in it. I hope that resonates with you. I can't wait to see you on the next podcast. Bye-bye. Are you getting all the quality prospects on your calendar that you'd like? If not, join us in the Appointment Generator Challenge. Go to femalefinancialadvisors.com and register for free. We guarantee you'll get five quality appointments in five days if you follow this system. And you can do it from online. You don't even have to pick up the phone. Whether you're just starting, whether you've been in the industry three to five years, or even 30 years, this challenge will be perfect for you. Check it out, femalefinancialadvisors.com and register for absolutely free. Can't wait to see you there. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.